Welcome back to Star Realms Minicast. Paul Solomon here, and uh, we're going to continue to keep processing, breaking down, studying, analyzing the new updates and expansions for the Star Realms app. Yesterday, we discussed the strategy for rush defenses scenario arena type stuff. And uh, today we'll, we'll look through these United Heroes a little bit more carefully and talk about those. First, a little bit of news. Um, number one, I hit level 38 last night, which is pretty awesome. Compared to how quickly I went through level 36, level 37 was uh, much more of a slog and I uh, had a hard time. I did, as I believe you are meant to, take advantage of the um, level floor, that is to say... As I tried to get that last win to go to level 38, I queued up as many games as I could and played until I thought I was going to lose, and then I would hold off and try to queue up other games until I could win one and then lose all my losses in a row so they didn't count against me. I know. Believe me, I know. It's not the most honorable thing in the world. I don't love it, you know, but that's essentially how this works right now. And it's a good thing, too, because I I was going to lose, like, four games in a row and then um Darklighter popped up and strangely enough that was my that was my win to get to 38 so thanks to Darklighter and um thanks to everybody else that played let's see what else is going on Rogue Realms Cup has just kicked off and I know many of you are not in the Rogue Realms group but this is I've talked about it before this is my favorite tournament format it's just it's just a round robin group play format that goes into a single elimination bracket, uh, but that happens very frequently. And as soon as they hit, as soon as they start, everyone sends all of their challenges at once. So I played six games for the tournament over the last, um, like, day, basically, and uh, ended up going five and one, lost one game, five to minus three, something like that. It was exceedingly close, Um, and, and naturally I left damage on the table, so I regretted that. Uh, <clears throat> so the only person that can beat me here is Marcus Poo, um, friend of the show, Poo Dog. He has to win out, and then he'll beat me on tie breaks. We'll see how that goes. Um, if you recall, this is a tournament that I won two seasons ago, and then got just... What do you even call that? When you just you win nothing. I can't remember. There's a term for that. I won nothing in the group play the next round because I was on tilt so bad from some stuff that happened. Um, anyway... Just loving that. Let's get to the question of the day. Question of the daytime, and today we are looking at United Heroes. Uh, not just in the context of rush defenses, but also on the challenge and random matchup leveling side. Uh, even the AI, whatever it happens to be. How are the United Heroes affecting gameplay, do you think? Uh, what is their overall effect in the meta strategies for the game? Um, do you like playing with them? Do you dislike them? How do they compare to the um, crisis heroes, for example? Are they weaker? Are they more powerful? I've got a number of thoughts on this that I'll come to. We'll also just be looking through the specifics of each card, so um, you can tune into that if you haven't sort of studied the set already. <clears throat> but really, I'm wondering, um, do you have a favorite? Is there a strongest one? Uh, Is there one that you really have to look out for? It's a really interesting card set, so we're going to spend a little time today studying it. Call into the show, leave a message on Facebook, be a part of the discussion. Hey Paul, Dusto here. Um, I don't even know if this works right, it's my first time calling in, but I just want to say first of all, I love the minicasts, I love your take on things. 
Uh, a lot of pertinent information, and uh, glad to see it's going well. Anyways, a uh, quick shout-out on the United Heroes. I really dig them. I think they all are very useful. Obviously, some are much more powerful than others. Uh, the green ones especially having that spot removal from items of the trade row. You don't have to be in green. You can still grab them. That's huge. My personal favorite, of course, is Confessor Morris. Uh, I think that card is just broken. Scrap two and draw right away if you want to. Pretty huge, even though it's going to cost you five. You're getting two scraps immediately. Let's say you get that on your second hand of deck one, and you get rid of your two Vipers right away. It's looking pretty good, so. All right, take care. Bye. Hey, Paul. Emil Geiger here, and I wanted to react to what Dusto said. I am not sure I would be buying one of the United Heroes in my first deck. In fact, the price point of the United Heroes, I think, makes them a little bit more interesting late in the game. Because, you know, if I got five trade deck one, dropping that on a hero, that's a, it has to be pretty special circumstances, I think. I'd rather spend that on a lot of other things, I think, that helps my deck. And so the heroes would have more effect late in the game once I know what my deck looks like and how they, the heroes fit into my deck. I might be saying this a little bit because I've only played them in the arena and bases come right into play in the arena this week. So, you know, you have to have an answer to bases. You need that early damage. It's important. Yeah, I want to chime in here. First, thanks to Dusto and Emil for the call-ins. Always appreciate those, and I think you guys are really on to some sharp stuff. But I am going to agree, I, and, and this will be interesting when we get to the write-ins. I'll sort of talk about what people are starting to see. These cards are more powerful, but they're higher price value. And I think that uh, Emil is right here that first deck, I don't know that you buy these. Even a thing like Chancellor Hartman, for example, if you have four bucks, um, let's just say on turn two, and you can buy that and scrap out vipers maybe scrap both your vipers out of your deck that's good but if you're playing in the arena for example or if you're playing in colony wars i don't know that it's necessarily enough still because uh, there's so much money that you put down if you pass up something like a cargo pod for that or a convoy bot for that it's kind of becomes i don't know it's tricky it's hard to know really and um Jay Graffia said it's just a little too early to know how these things are working. Um, we've only had them for two days, and most of our experience with them has been in the arena, which is just a whole other world. Um, I think if you're playing vanilla, then a, a play like Chancellor Hartman on your first deck is, is like a no-brainer because you're going to have so much more time to make things happen, and having those scouts, uh, having just scouts is going to be phenomenal. Um but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll be back with more a little bit later. Hey, Paul. Emil here again. Um, I just want to follow up. I saw this on the Facebook page from Andrea Davis. I thought it was hilarious. She said something like, United Heroes are the new bases and bases are the new events. Uh, referring to the arena. Uh, I got a good chuckle out of that. thought I'd surface that to the minicast. Yeah, I've been meaning to bring this up, and I've actually seen Andrea say this a couple times. How does it go? United Heroes are the new bases, and bases are the new events, which is, that's, it's interesting. Number one, 
I think you, I think, and we're talking about the the arena here, rush defenses. I think it's probably truer to say that bases are the new heroes because that's how they operate. You you get them into play, and a lot of times you scrap them for a benefit right away, or whatever. You buy them and reap their benefit, and then they're gone. Um, but why are United Heroes the new bases? Because they hang out. I mean, they're not really bases. I like the thought, but if somebody conv- convinced me why United Heroes are the new bases, eh, I don't know. I mean, there's events and heroes are pretty similar, but I would say bases are the new heroes, and United Heroes are the new heroes. I don't know. Sorry, Andrea. Am I wrong here? Tell me I'm wrong. I'd say I got a little more soul-searching to do on these United Heroes. I'm trying to understand their value um so let's take for example some blue heroes special ops director costs one heals four so if you can get two of those you get eight healing for cost two uh as compared to chairman hagen that's three bucks for eight healing so i, I don't know why it's three exactly other than you're buying them both at once? Does that make a difference? Um, I don't know. They just appear at once, and so you... Yeah, I don't know. Or just compare CEO Torres. You get... You pay two bucks for seven healing. Well, that's that's almost as much as uh, Hagen for a buck less. The extra buck gets you an extra one healing? I don't know. That's kind of weird. Now, Chancellor Hartman is just basically exactly two war elders, so that seems like a fair split. But then if you look at Commander Click, it's kind of like an Admiral Rasmussen. It's kind of like double Admiral Rasmussen. But instead of being a draw, it's nerfed to a draw and discard, sorry, discard and draw, a recycle. So that that's weaker. I don't, you know what I mean? It's still good to get, but at the high price, it dominates your buy, your buying power, and then it's a little weaker. Um... I hear everybody saying how strong these things are, but to me, at, at first blush here, they don't look like I want to spend all my cash on them. I don't know. I, I want to take back what I said maybe a little bit earlier in the episode. Chancellor Hartman turn, um, you know, deck one, I, th- I still think is smart. Because if I could buy two War Elders, I would. Uh, and, uh, you know, if I could buy all those scrapping Crisis Heroes, I would do it for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I will say, Confessor Morris at five is awesome for the two scraps and then the draw. Um, those, those Having those draw cards, those are powerful. CEO Shainer also has a really interesting power. Um, you're paying five to get a three, but uh, you're getting it into hand, essentially, if you draw for it. So that can, that can give you some flexibility and use. Um, any other cards out there to compare? It's the first time we have uh, heroes that scrap from the row. Those are nice, Screecher and Hive Lord. And Hive Lord's sort of like a like an immediate um, battle Screecher, which we like. And you can draw from it. Still, it's going to cost you five, but that's a great finishing card. Commander Zhang, uh, good, especially in the uh, especially in the arena right now. Rush defenses, you can. You can buy those two cards and just get the get the combat you need to um, knock out a base or something. Really important. Uh, I'm not sure how it's gonna how it's gonna work out in some tournament play. The endurance format uh, is starting soon. This will be Type A, all expansions included, uh, including United Heroes. 
and uh, I'll be keeping you abreast of the situation there as it unfolds. Hey, Paul Dusso here. Um, I don't know how this works if your episode already ended, so we'll see if it even goes through or it's pertinent. Anyways, I just wanted to make a comment about the cost comparison that you're making, comparing the cost for flat value of the heroes. And I think one thing that is kind of missing from that comparison is the fact of, for example, you're using the blue hero. It's going to cost you three. It can gain a total of eight um, or the or whatever it is versus the two blue heroes that cost one and get you eight. I want to make sure it's very clear, though, that don't forget you're getting two separate effects that you can do two separate times in the game for slightly more cost. And to me, I think that could be very valuable, especially if you got like a lone pole patrol cutter in your deck or something like that. Uh, we can't forget about that part of the value as well. Otherwise, great cast. Looking forward to hearing more. Have a great day. All right, we got a couple of write-ins here on this matter. And uh, let's take a look. First of all, Jay Graffia says, uh, too early. I've had, I've had bad luck with the uh, Confessor Morris that scraps two on purchase. Basically, at that point, there's never any scouts left early game, right? You're spending five to get it, and then you don't have anything left to scrap. Or, uh, he says he didn't care about it late game. I, I don't know. I, I care about scrapping too late game as well. Um, Joe Rufino says, I've used these wrong repeatedly. Turns out just because they have heroes on the name doesn't mean you should treat them like heroes. Um, I keep buying them and then realizing I've made a suboptimal move. And I think this is just the learning curve, basically, right? We've we got to figure out what, when they are good and uh, how they are good, etc. A lot of people talking about how great they are for late-game combos, like Andrea Davis. They're great for late-game late game combos. Um, Joe Rufino comes back and says, Late-game, they're absolutely great, though. Scrapping two cards before you go into your final deck and having a card in the bank for a subsequent turn. Yes, please. I guess he's talking about uh, Confessor Morris again. I mean, a lot of love for Confessor Morris, no doubt. Ghost, Ghost Lawns, Jimmy Morris. Um, let's see. We had Dusto in on the show. Uh, I did kind of take his, com his comment out of context, I will say. He says he agrees most of the heroes are much better mid to late game. He was just given one example of Confessor Morris early to clear out the Vipers and stuff. Obviously, it assumes that there's nothing great on the board for you to pass up. Cool, cool. The Real Void says four cost scrap two is OPAF, especially since you're only forced to scrap one to start. And both can access the discard pile, right? So it's like war, it's like uh, High Priest Lyle rather than War Elders. That is very good. Um, yeah. And then uh, Brad Elke just came on to say Jimmy Morris is his hero, so Confessor Morris is pretty fantastic. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Minicast. I want to thank everybody that wrote in on Facebook, Emil and Dusto, for calling in. You guys are the United Heroes today. Um, we're having a lot of fun with this thing. Keep it going. Let me know how it's going. I'll see you next time. And until then, I will see you on the realms.